Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Opinions on Pickens. My name's Alyssa Butterson. I'm your host here. We're really excited for this week's episode. We brought along a special guest with us today, owner of DSA Sports Performance. We have Miss Lillian Abdelmack here with us today. How are you doing, Lillian? Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. What was the beginning of your day like today? Um, it wasn't too bad. Wednesdays tend to be guys off day, recovery day with the athletes. So Wednesdays are a little more chill for me. So not too bad, but Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, a little crazy. Let's kind of bring it back to the beginning, I guess, and just get a feel of how you got into this career. So where did your love, I guess, and passion kind of come for training and developing guys for their hopeful careers? Truthfully, it probably was more of an impact when I started working for a company called XPE Sports, which was here in Atlanta, Georgia at the time. Um, The reason why I came up to Atlanta is for an internship to begin with. And I worked for a sports training company, and then I worked for this company, XPE, and they worked with all different types of athletes. And um, I guess you could say I was on course, um, and the path that I was taking was working with athletes that were injured. And I liked the, you know, perseverance that they had in wanting to get better for a purpose. And um, once I started realizing, hey, you know, there's an avenue to work with athletes who are healthy and also working hard to get to a certain goal, I think the strive and the drive that the athletes have is what I fell in love with. So just an internship turned passion kind of thing. Yep. And then did that kind of bring you to wanting to open up your own business? Um, I always tell everyone... You know, I feel like God really leads a certain path and he showed himself with my life. This was not part of my plan in life by any means. I didn't want to own a facility. I didn't want to work for myself. I really just, you know, had a very simple mentality at the time when I was younger. You know, I just wanted to work, make a paycheck and kind of do my thing, you know, and this all kind of fell into my lap and I kind of, I guess you could say, sat for it, enjoyed the ride and and kind of kept going. So it kind of got to a place of the clientele base that I have and me having my own facility 15, 16 years later from the beginning of this journey. That's a blessing in itself, 100%. I wanted to read something that really I mean, you can't miss it on your website. And I loved it. It says, we work with athletes of all types, Hall of Fame inductees and two-star recruits, league MVPs and undrafted free agents. Can you talk to us and expand on that a little bit more so you have a passion for all realms? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, we even work with like middle school kids. I have an eight-year-old that I'm working with, a baseball player and a basketball player and I mean, when I tell you we work from, you know, eight, nine, 10 year olds all the way to some of the best in the world and the different types of people that you work with, the passion that they all have, it's kind of cool to see how an eight year old can have such 
desire for something and and they have their whole life ahead of them, you know, but they want to be the best. And it starts from a young age sometimes. And sometimes it starts later. You know, some guys don't realize their passion until they start high school sports. So it's, it's an interesting journey to see the different types of paths that everybody has. How is it to be able to play a role in just seeing each person that you train kind of mold into their own character? It's really fun. You know, like I remember working, I mean, I still work with Jalen Brown, who is one of the players for the Celtics. I've worked with him since he was in eighth grade. So to see him from when he was in eighth grade to the man that he has become, not just as an athlete, but just as a person is really, really cool. You know, he was always like a a quiet kid and he's still a quiet guy, but he's also outspoken when it comes to like certain things going on in today's society and um, how he kind of leads his team and leads his people. And it's kind of cool to see this young kid get to where he's at and use his platform in such a positive way. It really is. We say a lot on the show how these guys are role models to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of cool to see them make their own path and stable in the world. Right. Can you talk to us DSA? What does that stand for? Uh, Dynamics of speed and agility training. Now, Uh, is that kind of what is makes you able to train all different types of athletes from NBA to NFL to anything? Right. So every athlete needs, you know, the speed work, they need the change of direction. Um, It's just overall performance and how the body moves. And within that, we have our strength program here at DSA. Um, So we all work together. We have our therapists that work with us. So it's kind of getting every aspect of what an athlete needs all in one. So it's very dynamic. Yeah. That, yeah. So, you know, we strive for the success of the athletes. Like that's the business that I'm in and seeing their blessings come through the work that they do. How does training session for somebody you've been with for a while, like Jalen Brown is example you used, how does their training intensify as the years go on or maybe change as they grow as a player? So you know, when I'm working with the young athletes compared to some of the older athletes, um, let's just say an athlete that's been in the NFL for 11 years, you know, you start off and it's hard and it's, you know, there's like a no mercy type of kind of mentality. Like you're going to go hard and, you know, we're going to go until we can't go anymore. And then you adjust as they get older because their body changes, you know, might not necessarily be able to do what they used to do. But at that point in their career, when they're so far in, at that point, it's about, I need to stay healthy because a healthy body is what can stay on the court and on the field. And that's the main focus. So, you know, obviously you're going from the grind of trying to get there to, all right, let me maintain to stay here. What sets you apart from other companies, trainers, businesses like yours? Well, it is a very male dominated occupation. It just, it is what it is. And I think being a female in the business, I think it makes guys curious a little bit. I'm able to do the workouts with the guys. And I think they love that. Um, Just on Monday, I had a hill workout and I had two different groups of NFL players. And I ran with the first group, which they love, you know. And I'm coaching them up. I'm I'm doing it with them. 
And I have help other trainers that help me. So they're kind of like an extra pair of eyes. And then when the next group came in, I wasn't planning on working out a second time, but sometimes they like, you know, a little banter here and there and we kind of go at it. And I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to work out again. So I'm going to show you that I did the first workout and the second workout. So it becomes fun. It becomes a competition. But a lot of the times when they see that, hey, Lil, you haven't worked out this week, you know, they get it going. Like, right. They kind of like me working out with them and, and I can show them and the demonstration of it. There's definite progress to the things we do. So it's not like we just come out here and we set an NFL, you know, off season just to run around. There is purpose to what we're doing and why we're doing it and setting them up for camp. And that's within any sport, whether it's the baseball guys, the basketball guys, lacrosse players. So I like being able to work with all of them in in the same capacity. It seems like it's not only just a physical thing, but it's also partly mental as well. Yeah, very much mental. And I feel like these guys come to you and all I've ever seen from their post of you, positive things. Oh, wow. She whipped my butt today, which is a good thing. You want to hear that when people are posting about you, because obviously that's what they came there to do. Right. I mean, it is challenging physically, but your physicality will only go as far as where your mind will take you. So Um, I think we like to talk. It goes far beyond the training itself. We talk about life. Um, We talk about things after sports, what's going on, you know, within our society, within our families. So it becomes a family in a sense here at DSA. And I think everybody senses that about me. I want to see their success and their growth, not just as an athlete, but as a person. And Wow. It really does show. And I'm telling you, it, it. I think that is a part of what leads to success like yours, because not only is it something you do because you're good at it, but like I said, it's a passion and it shows. Right. It's been a good ride. And with yes, some of these guys, I like seeing on there. Um, so for someone like a Mike Davis, all I can say is make him work harder. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but very, very hard. He was just with me this morning. Yeah, he kicks buck. We're super excited about him going to the Falcons. I'm just happy about anything with him. He's a, he's a great guy. How did, with DSA, like, did it start off smaller than it is now? How did you start developing and growing bigger? Was it you started gaining more clients? You needed more help? Yeah. I mean, when I first started, the reason why I established DSA was because the company that I had worked for relocated down to Florida. Um, So at the time, I'm in my 20s, don't really know what I'm going to do. Do I go back to school? I'm kind of stuck. I'm in a place of crossroads. And, you know, a lot of the guys that used to work for XPE continued training with me. And these were guys that were like very well-known NFL players. It was Takeo Spikes, Jamal Lewis, you know, Wayne Gandy. I had a bunch of guys, really well-named guys. And truthfully, when I first started, I had no money and those were my main guys. And I used them to publicize their name to get the clientele for like the high school kids and the college kids and the middle school kids. And I didn't charge them. So I was training them, didn't charge them. And I didn't care to have their money. It wasn't about the money. 
And once I kind of started building that clientele, more and more athletes started coming. And, you know, one year it was a little more, the next year a little more until probably about 2016. So I established my business in 2009 all by myself. And in 2016, I looked up on the field one day and there was so many athletes. And I was like, oh my God, like how did it even get to this point? And the time from 2009 to 2016, it didn't seem that long, but in the grand scheme of things, it was the whole process. And, you know, some people might think 10 years is a long time and it just slowly step by step until it got to this point. So, and what, when you're doing something that you love, the time really doesn't affect or really it's, you're just happy. And that's a great thing. I, I can totally relate. And you can even see it on your face when you talk about it, how just proud you are. And I got to say, woman to woman, especially someone in sports, it's amazing to see what you're doing. What obstacles do you think maybe you encountered more on that kind of side? Like, I'm sure you had to have guys at some point thinking, this girl that's never played sports like this in her life, how can she train me? Yeah. You know, I think because of the aspect that I would be able to work out with them and show them, it, it kind of, that actually came pretty easy to me, which that's why I always kind of say, I feel like it was kind of God driven things that come easy, you know, and there's, there's no friction there. I always say it comes from God, but I think that helped a lot that I could do it. Um, I think the hardest part more than anything was kind of maneuvering through the business side of it, dealing with people that, you know, would kind of put roadblocks in front of you. And it's not that it's intentional, but you meet those roadblocks and you get to a point and you wonder, does it stop here? Or do I keep going? And, you know, I, something in me always said to keep going. So no matter who it was that kind of came into becoming that roadblock for me, I would never allow what they said or the manipulation that I, they might be trying to kind of make me move into a certain direction affect me. I kind of kept going because it was in my heart to keep going. When your guys are training or having a game, are you watching the game, cheering them on? Yeah, it's really hard to keep up with all the games, but I try to do my best with it. The hardest games to watch are always the ones where I have, you know, maybe one or two guys on one team and one or two guys on the other team. Um, Because at that point, you're like, I don't care what team necessarily wins. I just want to see their stats look amazing. Seriously, do you ever text them like, oh, bomb game or what the hell are you thinking or something like that? Well, I don't necessarily put them (laughs) down on anything. Yes. Truthfully, if they didn't have the best of games, I probably won't say anything to them for a while. But of course, you know, if they have amazing games, you know, encouraging text messages, telling them to keep going, you know, it doesn't stop with a bad game. So it's kind of like brush it off your shoulders and keep moving if you did have a bad game. On to the next one. Keep it yeah. rolling. Right. What What's your next big, I guess, career goal, you could say that. I mean, you, it seems like you've come such a, a long way. What, what would be next for you? So I'm a huge believer in like giving back. And especially when you feel like you've been blessed with such great endeavors, you know, I want to bless other people. And so I would always, you know, do a couple, you know, 
training sessions or train certain athletes completely for free because it was on my heart. I know how hard it is. In a sense, it's a luxury because you have to pay for services like this, you know? And so I would always kind of just train some guys for free. And at this point in my career, I'm working on establishing like a nonprofit, something official that I can kind of give back to like inner city kids, kids that don't have the means to be able to train like this or have tutoring after school and be able to enhance their athletics. I want, you know, student athletes at a, at a young age to understand that, hey, you have the means to go to college on an athletic scholarship, but you are smart enough to get an academic scholarship too. And I want you to be able to see that you can have the best of both worlds and kind of help change their lives in that sense too. How did your business kind of navigate through COVID-19? Well, by the grace of God, everybody was okay. Um, We had to take major protocols. We shut down for a week or so, just trying to maneuver, especially at the peak of when COVID was shut down, Georgia was shut down. So just trying to make the right precautions. Obviously, we, we tried to be outside when we were training a lot, keeping our distance. But the guys at the time, the high school kids, their trainings pretty much shut down. But at the time when COVID hit, the NFL players were still working out. They were like, we have to work out. So either I would send workouts to them to follow that they could do at home on their own. Or if they chose to come and work out with me, um, we would maybe be outside um, just keeping distance, um, which it it worked out, you know, and and they ended up having the season, right, Um, with no fans. But they ended up having the season and my guys, you know, they were healthy, they were ready. And I think it's because they were doing their continued work and being prepared instead of just sitting at home and doing absolutely nothing. Very true. And even now moving forward, even with vaccines and stuff coming out, still promoting distance and all that's going to be very heavily happening in the NFL and off season. Hopefully that brings more people to you and businesses like yours when a lot more people aren't going to the facilities to train as much as they were. Right, exactly. So, and it's a mix. We'll see what happens, you know, never know what tomorrow even brings. So hopefully we'll all be prepared. Do you have a certain team that you're an absolute sports fan of, or is it kind of just everyone because of all your players? No, it's hard. I really don't have like a special team that I really cheer for. It's more, Like I I look out for the guys that come and work out with me, Um, even with the baseball players. You know, I grew up in St. Louis and and the Cardinals are a huge deal in St. Louis, Um, which I love the Cardinals still. And I don't have any athletes on the Cardinals team. Um, But if you have the Cubs playing the cards, that's a big rivalry. And um, Jason Hayward is one of my guys. So I always you know, cheer for him and the family doesn't really like that, but (laughs) I got to look out for Jason. It's just love everywhere. Let everybody know how they can reach you, how they can set up appointments, your social. Okay. So my Instagram, which a lot of people uh, contact me via Instagram is at Lily DSA training. Um, The website is DSA with a dash training.com. We're in Marietta, Georgia, 
What are some of your most memorable moments? Anything that really sticks out from training or just off season during season? I mean, definitely when I first opened up the facility, you know, and having the guys all in here was a really cool experience. We didn't even have all the equipment in here. So it was like bare with like just the field turf. So that was a very memorable moment. I mean, I've had the luxury and the blessing of being able to travel for some athletes. So even just going to like training Jason before spring training for the Cubs, being involved with the Cubs coaches and and strength trainers there. You know, a couple of years I worked with Dwight Howard and we went to China and I walked the, you know, Great Wall of China there. And so definitely memorable moments, especially when I was traveling for athletes, but I'm really enjoying where I'm at right now. So I just thank God for that. I love that. I love how you keep mentioning it's how it's like a family feel and you guys, it's more than just the training and stuff. Do you ever give these guys advice, you know, when they're coming off a bad season or maybe a bad game? What what are some of the things you do to encourage them? Or- yeah, I mean, we're always, you know, there's always advice when it comes to the process of, of being an athlete. It's a mindset more than anything. Um, so once you kind of switch um, that mindset to feeling down or feeling like you're not good enough or, you know, you're coming off an injury. Uh, You got to kind of tap into a place that you don't necessarily ever think that you'd ever have to tap into. And it's kind of finding, getting over that mountain. But a lot of the times, which is kind of funny, when I give advice, it's like relationship advice, (laughs) like girl advice, because it's like me and the boys. And, you know, we get a couple, you know, female athletes, which I, I hope to have even more female athletes walk through here. But Uh, the majority are the guys. And so they're always like asking me about like girlfriend stuff. And it's fun. Hopefully most of the time you're like, she's right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever she says. I don't know. You got to pray about it. (laughs) Seriously. I want to take the time to thank you again for being on the show. Everyone's got their social, right, fam? Make sure you all follow her, show her some love. Yeah. Make sure you guys stay on the lookout. We have a new TikTok. We're on TikTok now. We're learning all that kind of stuff. And subscribe to our new email subscription, guys. We have so much stuff coming out right now. We just ended a March goodness giveaway. And we have some more coming up with a whole bunch of jerseys and gift cards and game day packages, which I know you all will love. So make sure you guys like, follow, subscribe, and make sure you follow Lillian along the way. We really appreciate her for being here today. Until next time, guys, keep winning. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning.